Forced Migration Review, Issue 54, February 2017. A Successful Refugee Resettlement Program, The Case of Nepal, by Bipim Gimire. More than 100,000 Bhutanese refugees have been found homes in third countries. The other side to the story of the successful resettlement program, however, is the failure to tackle the impact it has had on the remaining camp populations. At present, the refugee camps in eastern Nepal are composed of both first-generation and second-generation refugees. Despite not being party to the 1951 Refugee Convention, Nepal has hosted refugees from Bhutan for more than two decades. In 2007, a group of eight countries, Australia, Canada, Denmark, New Zealand, the Netherlands, Norway, the United Kingdom, and the United States of America, agreed to take their share of international responsibility for the Bhutanese refugees and resettle them. However, there are more than 10,000 remaining who are either ineligible for resettlement or are not willing to be resettled in a third country. They remain in the refugee camps, living with the consequences of the resettlement programs. As the Bhutanese refugees and the host community of Nepal share cultural, linguistic, and ethnic affinity, some people choose to marry outside the refugee community. The result is commonly known as mixed marriage. According to the prevailing resettlement standard operating procedure applicable in Nepal, a refugee man of a mixed marriage is, el is eligible for resettlement, whereas a female refugee of a mixed marriage is not, unless she is divorced. This situation reflects the Nepali Citizenship Act 2006, which states that a foreign woman married to a Nepali man can acquire citizenship, but there is no provision for citizenship for a foreign man who marries a Nepali woman. On the other hand, being female tends to offer better opportunities for being resettled. One of the categories for submission for resettlement, and note one, is women and girls at risk, giving priority to women and girls being submitted for resettlement over boys and men at risk. Cases of female survivors of sexual and gender-based violence and cases of female-headed households are submitted as high priority, whereas male survivors are often overlooked in a patriarchal society like Nepal. The same is true for survivors of domestic violence, where female refugees have more chance of being submitted as survivor of violence and torture than male survivors of domestic violence. Effects on the remaining refugees It is generally older persons who are not interested in third country resettlement and are being left in the refugee camps, lacking family support and income and with difficulty in reaching service centers for food rations and health services. When other family members are resettled, these older people are isolated, which leads to an increase in cases of depression, suicide, and substance abuse in the camps. UNHCR, the UN Refugee Agency, has launched suicide prevention projects with psychosocial counseling, and with the help of the local police force in controlling the supply and consumption of harmful substances, especially locally made alcohol and harmful drugs. Resettlement also causes frequent turnover of the school's teaching staff in the camp since it is the policy to recruit all the teachers from the refugee community itself, and they are thus liable to be resettled.
When a teacher is resettled, students frequently face long gaps before a new teacher, perhaps with new teaching methods, is appointed and both the teacher and students need time to adjust. The process repeats when another teacher gets resettled. On the other side, many students lose interest in education and drop out while they are waiting to be resettled. And note too. And many young people doubt that the camp education prepares them well for resettlement anyways. To counter the high dropout rate, the schools in the camps have school counselors to motivate the children. Drop-in centers and youth-friendly centers have been established to help dropouts to rejoin school and to prevent them from becoming involved in gambling, drug supply and abuse, thieving or fighting. The activities of drop-in centers no doubt change some young people but are not able to make a significant change to the overall camp situation. The resettlement of the refugees from Nepal does increase the income of some families in the camps. Remittances from the resettled relatives enable some families in the camps to achieve a better standard of living, for the children to go to a good school, for the sick to get better health care, and for families to get access to modern technology such as smartphones and computers. Yet the same flow of money has also changed their lifestyle. They no longer go to work but depend on the remittances. Conversely, there are many families who do not get any support from their resettled relatives. Households headed by old people or women become more vulnerable after the resettlement of their relatives if they cannot work or do not have skills that will enable them to earn. In this situation, they become dependent on the support of agencies. Finally, asylum seekers from other parts of India or Nepal have started coming to the refugee camp in significant numbers, knowing that the resettlement process is open, that their children can have free schooling, and that they can get free primary health care services. And this has consequences for services and security in the camps. Bipim Gimire B-I-P-I-N-G-H-I-M-I-R-E-14 at gmail.com. Doctoral Fellow, South Asian University, New Delhi, India. www.sau.int. Endnotes. Endnote 1. UNHCR 2011. UNHCR Resettlement Handbook www.unhcr.org slash 46F7C0EE2.pdf Endnote 2 M-A-R-S-C-H-I-L-O-K-C 2013 Resettlement, Education, and Anxiety Duke University Uprooted Slash Rerouted Report HTTP Keenan.ethics.duke.edu Slash Uprooted Dash Rerouted Slash Reports Slash Nepal Dash M-A-R-S-C-H-I-L-O-K Dot HTML FMR is an open access publication. You are free to download, copy, distribute, or link to this article, as long as it is for non-commercial purposes, and the author and FMR are attributed. All articles published in FMR are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License.